0: Brad Davidson, good morning. How are you? Yeah, morning, Jared. Morning, everyone. How are we, guys? Very well, thank you. Let's wrap what we saw at Rose Hill on Saturday and your take on our Cobra Sun, which uh, broke the track record there. Yeah, he stood for about 30 years, guys. So, look, he uh, he's a really progressive horse, isn't he, there for Angela Davies. I know they absolutely flew along early and that track was playing very fast, but, uh, gee, he just cruised into that race like he was going to win... 600 metres out and never, ever in the straight looked like he was going to get beaten. So um, he answered that 1,200 metre query as well. Some people said, you know, we had to prove it. And obviously some felt he would and some felt he wouldn't run the trip. And uh, there was no issue whatsoever with the six furlongs for him. So, look, it'll be interesting to see what they they do with him now and, and what they target. But, look, he just keeps going through the grades and... It's a horse that, uh, really, the sky's the limit. So, uh, terrific win there on Saturday. And, um, yeah, a horse that's definitely going places and probably one of the finds of the, the summer so far in, in Sydney racing. Can I ask, Endeavor, how will you uh, assess him when you're rating him for his, like, next start, just going on time and you think the track might have been, you know, playing to his favour, like a fast, fast track? How do you go about putting that into your assessment next time he races? Yeah, well obviously I use a lot of ratings wise and he'll come up very uh well in the ratings simply because of that overall fast time and the the fast speed. I'll bring him back a bit off that because the fact that they went so fast early. So I always think that um even the ratings that I get, sometimes they get a little bit over sort of overplayed simply because of that, that fast speed means they're going to run a fast time overall. Where, you know, a lot of the times when they walk early, um they're not able to run fast times no matter how fast they sprint home so look i'll bring him back a bit but saying that he'll uh he'll whatever race he goes to i'm sure he's going to be pretty short in because um you know it was such a dominant performance he's ticked that 1200 box and i think it's fair to say you know you look at all his early racing it was all over sort of a thousand meters and and uh journeys like that and i think he's you know his best journey at least is going to be 1200 meters so I think that last performance is definitely his best, but it's also the first time he's got the 1200 meters in his career, so it's pretty exciting for him. And um, no doubt he's going to be hard to beat, but he's going to be probably hard to find as a as a genuine bet for me because he's so dominant there. The other day, the bookies are going to put him up nice and short. So um, yeah, it's just going to be a case of of having to sort of watch and and see if uh, yeah see if you get the right sort of price, I suppose. Lady of Camelot. Will be hard to beat in the blue diamond. It looks like the Waterhouse Bot Stable are going to split some of these two-year-olds up. They're going to have to, aren't they, Jared? Uh, they got so many of them, and um, we know that Storm is still probably the number one seed when it comes to the Golden Slipper. But, gee, Lady of Camelot there on the weekend was was super impressive. I mean, went within I think point two or point zero two of the eleven hundred meter track record there, and uh, for a young horse to be able to do that's quite phenomenal. And but was backed off the map, backed as if unbeatable and the market got 100% spot on, went straight to the front and maybe hit a soft spot there at about the the, the, the sort of 350 metre mark, hit a bit of a flat spot but uh, as soon as we thought she was under pressure and, and going to struggle, she just absolutely burnt away and uh, I think she clocked the best last 200 split of the race after leading which is quite phenomenal and her overall time was so much faster than the, uh, than the boys in the Canterbury, it's not funny so Look, her time was terrific. Her strength through the line was great. I don't see 1,200 being any issue. And the only thing for her now to do is to back that up and do it again. Um, but she'll get every chance to do that towards the Blue Diamond. So, you know, right in the top of the market there with the Blue Diamond along alongside horses like Coleman, who was super impressive there in Melbourne on Saturday. Um, and, yeah, look, she was, she was simply scintillating and um, exciting to see. I think she's probably the one to beat at this stage in the Blue Diamond talking about down there in Melbourne what did you make of Jimmy start on the weekend? Yeah he smashed the clock was his time was was that of a group quality horse um, obviously got an invite to the all-star mile which is no surprise considering how easy he won there on the weekend and um, yeah look he's just uh, you know a horse that's just gone from strength to strength ever since arriving in Australia but that win on Saturday is definitely that of a carnival horse and I think he's uh, heading to the Group 1s. Uh, I'm pretty confident of that. And, yeah, look, I'm not sure what they'll pick, but I'm guessing the All-Star Mile. And then onwards after that, wouldn't be surprised if we see him in a Doncaster, if he can make his way into a race like that. But uh, very, very exciting prospect. And the time he ran there on Saturday was uh, off the off the charts. What are we following out of the meeting? Look, well, There's a few to follow out of the meeting there. Obviously, the, the sort of the... Uh, Obvious ones, are Lady Camelot, now Kobe Sun. But I thought um, Steffi Magnetica was another one there in the last race. Had no luck whatsoever. Probably should have gone close to winning the race. Just um, went to go for a run at about the 300 and couldn't get through. And the jockey, or the horse and jockey almost came down and then got to the outside and rattled home late. So, look, our Kobe Sun, Lady of Camelot and uh, Jimmy Starr, probably the, the obvious three. But uh, Steffi Magnetica, I thought, was um, yeah, one of the hidden runs of the day. Any forgives or any bins on the weekend? Yeah, not so many uh, any sin bins, but definitely a few forgive runs there on the weekend. Um, a girl's best friend. Sources had absolutely zero luck its last two starts. Should have won both of them, clearly. Um, and Robusto was the other one there that should have won on the weekend. Just got held up till about 150 and flashed home, but it was all too late by the time we could get out of that pocket. Baller pulled up lame, Major Arty pulled up lame, and uh, Conrad unfortunately bled, so he'll have the three months off. So they were the uh, forgive file there out of uh, Saturday. Thank you, Davo. Have a good day. No worries, guys. We'll chat tomorrow.